can't it's unsee been a while. it. Well, maybe we should maybe we should do a podcast about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do a podcast about it. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, great. Hey guys, Bye. welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with my buddies Dan and Colin. As always, wow, it's the bye week. What are you guys doing for the bye week? Anything exciting? It's the most wonderful time to not watch the Giants. Yeah, it was it was a. Uh... It was great. I could do whatever I wanted with my day, but unfortunately, I was on double dad duty, so I, I had both kids, and I was barely surviving. Um, oh, double D, double D, daddy daycare. Uh, I watched the uh, Brazilian GP, you know, because I, I watched that Netflix special on Formula One, and now I, now I'm really into Formula One. I know, and I want to watch that too. I, I've I've seen a couple of those races. It's really super interesting. Did Lewis Hamilton win again? <laughs> yeah, miraculously, he did. Miraculously, it, he made like a, a like a all time comeback uh, wow. from like last position and <laughs> and won. I I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. That Mercedes team. Well, what happens is you get in the car and you start it, and then you put your foot on the gas, and then you turn the wheel, right? Yeah, TJ, I'd love to see your your old Dodge <laughs> Neon in a Formula One race, just like <laughs> <laughs> just get off the starting line. <laughs> I'd imagine. I don't. Yeah, I'd probably be dead in like the first ten minutes. <laughs> no, it would it would be a lineup of of me and the Saturn, the neon Saturn, or the the, the whatever uh, turquoise. Yeah, yeah uh, your brother's ugly, Saturn, ugly Saturn. Yeah, and Saturn. then and then uh, Dan's red rocket. Yeah, was that a Civic you had, Dan? A Civic, yeah, DX, yeah, uh, four door. The best was like when we'd go to gigs and we started to actually like buy cabs and stuff, and we had huge like four twelves in the back seat, and the cars just would not move because they were so weak, like a hundred horsepower. I, I like, would like, have, <laughs> I would have like my cabinet in the trunk, like pushing through, and like the, the seats that folded down are like halfway out, and I would have three people in the back seat driving to the, to the Poughkeepsie or whatever we were going. Yeah, that was exactly fun. The most uh, safe thing ever, I would imagine. Yeah, and we were sixteen, so that that adds another element. <laughs> I, I think I was I was allowed to drive entirely too far while only sixteen years old. I drove to Maine and back. <laughs> I don't even remember, but I, I don't think my parents would let me go that far. I think you know, upstate New York was a bit of a stretch as it was, you know. Whatever. Yeah, the past is the past. Now I can drive wherever I want because I'm an, I'm an adult. I can make my own decisions. And, and you, yet, don't, you, you don't, don't leave Brooklyn. Don't have a car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, now that I'm, uh, now that I can, you know, old enough to afford everything I ever wanted, um, I can't consume any of it because it's bad for you. You know, it's like I want to eat. It's like when you're young, you know, you just want to eat crappy food all day, but you can't afford it. And now you can afford all the crappy food, but you can't eat it. It's like a really interesting paradox, like being alive to get older. <laughs> As the French say, uh, c'est la vie, right? Is yeah. that what that means? Yeah. Well, I don't know what we're going to talk about on the podcast, so we might as well just start to get weird with it. Yeah. Um, before we get into before we get into anything else, um, please make sure you guys are followed to Big Blue United on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow the Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Podnet and Twitter. And we are always sponsored by DraftKings. Thanks, DraftKings. You're my favorite sports book. All right. That's what their tagline should be. Yeah. <laughs> this is why uh, you know. This is why we're making the big bucks on this pod. Um, should probably take over the marketing for DraftKings if they need me. I'm here. I only have uh, you know two or three hours spare a week uh, total if they need me. But you know, I'm here. I mean, it sells itself, right? That's what they all say. Hey, there's some good news. Uh, Dan uh, Saquon came back to practice today. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they're, what are they? They're like uh, unsure if they'll be able to play this week still. Well, of course. You want to know? You want to know what I think? I think that even if Saquon is one hundred percent healthy, we need to start Booker because he's really coming on. He's running hard. He's ripping off gains. Just keep him in. Plus, Saquon can't block, so Jones needs help back there. You know. Yeah. Although I I know I know we started off hating Booker because of the contract, but I'm I now am. am happy about Booker and I think that he is just a little better than Wayne Gallman even. Yes, yeah. <laughs> That's Sick. exactly it. Mm-hmm. Sky's the limit. Speaking yeah. of which, Wayne Gallman got a, a bunch of carries in that wonderful loss to the Cowboys yesterday. For oh, the who Falcons. Did, who did, oh, the, the Fal- Yo, he plays in the Falcons now? Well, they're yeah. needed after uh, Cor- Cordell Patterson is out or whatever. Corderell. Corderell. I, I've never been able to say his first name because I Cordero. Skip over it really fast when I'm reading it, so I never internalized uh, what it actually is, which I feel like I do with a lot of people's names. But at least I don't call Tom Coughlin Tom Coughlin like my dad. That's annoying, yeah. Yeah, I say a lot of things in my head differently than when I try to say it out loud. Maybe that's a common thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think you just know. You don't have to say it in your brain. I don't know. Whatever. Do you want to you debate Here. the internal monologue on this pod? Or? Yeah. I, I have a Saquon question. Yeah. I, I traded in fantasy... Christian McCaffrey for Saquon and Michael Pittman. Is that a good trade? Yeah, you know, Dan, I'm, I'm glad you bring that up because I didn't, I didn't say anything in the, uh, in the fantasy league chat. And I, I, was, I thought it was interesting. I mean, I can't believe you, you first off traded for him. That's what blew my mind. Oh, I didn't want to, but I thought there's no way he can may, be injured much longer. <laughs> so I felt like... You know, five games or whatever of a healthy Saquon wouldn't be that much different than Christian McCaffrey. Well, is CMC you know, hurt too, though? He just came back. I yeah, would, yeah, I would not played. have done that trade because Saquon. You know, Saquon, he'll be he'll be hurt again in two games. I mean, I was looking at it and it was like Devonte Booker is 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 running well. Like all things remain the same, Saquon should run well behind that offensive line. Plus, I get you know a top twenty wide receiver out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the the difference between the two of them is, and this is the most frustrating part. My dad and I were talking about this the other, actually, just yesterday. Saquon has the ability to run downhill and outright refuses to, which is inf- is in- infurious. I, I, I'm just, it just makes me feel crazy because he's huge, but yeah. he like almost doesn't want to take the contact. He just wants to dance around. My you dad's could, just like, this is just Barry Sanders all over again. You could argue that he would might stay healthier too if he just you know ran downfield in between tackles because when you're out in space, you know there's a lot of ways for guys to grab onto your legs and hit you awkwardly. If you just put your shoulder pads down and run between the tackles, you know you might have a better shot of staying healthy. You never know. He he doesn't give out punishment, and that's ah, I realize that's why I don't like him as much as I should because he doesn't do much. Really? Because no. he doesn't play ever. He doesn't play, so who cares? Yeah. I mean, it's just a waste of a pick. If, if Will was here, he would talk about it for 45 minutes, and it would be really funny, I'm sure. But uh, I totally agree with, you know, it's time to move on. I'm pissed they didn't trade him. It was a silly thing. But, I mean, if, if, if we're going to sit here, I guess, you know, there's half the season left. What are, your, what are you guys feeling today about the Giants? And, and, and <laughs> what do you feel about the second half of the season, and what do you guys want to see, really? I don't know. What's what's what what's the future of the Giants look like to you, Colin? Uh well, we have the sixth and eighth pick overall in the draft and we're one game out of the wild card. So that's the weirdest thing ever. 
Same as last it, year. Who's who, who's uh, the team above us? The Panthers, I believe. Uh, I didn't. Last question. time I checked, there were two games back from the, the Panthers. Panthers are, yeah, they're, we're behind the right. Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Who are terrible, and don't I don't think Cam Newton's going to come in and resurrect them or anything like that. They beat down uh, Arizona yesterday when Arizona was starting our boy Daniel Colt McCoy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, we saw Arizona last week play well with Colt and look really dynamic. But, again, you take Murray out, who's, you know, in the MVP conversation. It's not the same team. Yeah. Certainly well, not. Anyway, I, I don't know. About the, the rest of the season, we know for a fact now, because if it, it would have happened already. Gettleman would have been gone a couple of weeks ago. He's around for the, the at least the foreseeable future. Um, what do you think about Garrett? Do you think Garrett makes it to the end of the year too? Or yeah, of course they're not going to yes. fire anyone. Yeah, I, I I don't think it's just not in the Giants' way to fire anybody midseason usually, and it's like the painstaking process to to convince themselves to do so. So yeah, no, no one's going anywhere. I'm not we'll confident anyone's going off. anywhere after the season. I'm, I'm just... actually starting to feel that way too, Dan, because when I was looking at the remainder of the schedule. And, I mean, maybe it was just all the upsets this weekend, but it just got me thinking, and I saw how bad Tampa was, and I think that was kind of the last really difficult game on this schedule before, you know, if you look at it from the beginning of the year. They, 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 could, they could feasibly, if the defense keeps playing the way it's playing and they could capitalize on some of those turnovers they've been getting and actually hold on to the interceptions that they, you know, drop constantly all year, I think they could actually win half those games. But that being said, I'm sure they'll lose them all. Yeah. That's going to, yeah. I, I don't have a, a great feeling about the rest of the season. I'm, I'm, you know, more and more apathetic as we go, despite, like, you know, pulling out the W against the Raiders. Um, well, let, let, let's just look at it. You know, we, we did this. Uh, I forget who we were emulating when we did it, but we looked. Mike and the Mad Dog. Mike and the Mad Dog. So we have the Bucks. who we'll talk about them later. Eagles <laughs> twice. Cowboys, Dolphins, Chargers, Washington football team, and Bears. It's not exactly a difficult schedule. Sans, you know, the Cowboys uh, and the Chargers. The Eagles, Philadelphia's having, you know, yeah, they're, they're putting it together. Okay. It's still a division game to me. Division yeah. games are always can be toss-ups no matter what. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's weird to think about, you know, the Giants coming out and winning some of these games. But I, I, I think it's possible. But I, I don't want to really give them more credit than they deserve. So I don't really think it's like – you know, I don't think them making the playoffs is something that's going to happen at all. Nor, nor should it. Yeah, they, they, they don't deserve to make the playoffs. The problem is, is once we start getting into this zone of, of like feeling like that's what's going to happen, the opposite happens, and it pisses us off. I mean, like, the thing is, for me, it's, it's I want to see them win the games, but I, I can't go another year with Garrett and, and Gettleman at the helm because – as much as I love the regular season, I love the off season too, and I love following the off season. I love the draft. Free agency is like some of my favorite parts of being an NFL fan, and to just have to be punished by knowing Dave Gettleman is making these decisions again—it's just <sighs> painful. Like it, it just sucks the joy out of all of this for me, and I think that's kind of the feeling that I have halfway through the year is that a lot of the joy has been sucked out of 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 my football fandom, and it's just coming to the point where. It's just hard to sit around and, and keep, you know, watching the game religiously every week and hoping that something gets better or something changes because we haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How do we spin it? Like, okay, so obviously we're all on the same page. We want overhaul of 
Gettleman and Jason Garrett and perhaps Joe Judge. Um, <clears throat> we don't expect much from them, that they, but they might pull a couple upsets here and there. But, like, what is, like, a real thing that we might be able to look forward to? Like, what would make you happy in this lost season, essentially? Um, whether it's player development or personalities emerging or, I don't know. You know, I, I, like if they win, if they could only win one of these games, like which game would it be? What what would make this the season at most enjoyable, even though it's been a really bad season? Well, th- this might be a little abstract, but I think there needs to, and there are many people. Uh, Will, our our, our friend, um, is one of them of trying to unite this fan base into actually being on the same side, because frankly. And it sucks to say, but the only way that any changes actually happen is when you hurt someone in the wallet. And people got to stop going to games at a certain point, frankly. You can't just show up because it's like, well, that's what we do. We just go win or lose. That's what you're supposed to do. And that's all that ownership cares about. Yeah, so, but I mean, New York market, though, I mean, you just sell those tickets to somebody who watches, likes the other team. I mean, you're never well, going to win that Well, then fill way. it with the opposite fans every game. Sure. That's definitely something that could happen, I think, more so than people just not going to games because people do want to go to games, especially to see their, you know, their their rival team beat down the Giants in their, in their stadium. You know, people love that. Yeah. Especially when there's, you know, there's more Eagles fans there than Giants fans, you know, some of those games when the Giants are bad, so... You can sell those tickets. But I know what you mean, Colin, and, and I, I just don't feel like that's something that's actually going to happen. I know. I, know. I know. that That's wishful thinking. But, like, what, what's weird to me, and I know we bring up other sports sometimes, but, like, you have fan bases of, of like, soccer teams in the rest of the world who will outright not show up to games anymore, and then things actually change. Like, the supporters and the fans have more power in other leagues and other sports because this monolith of a, of a league, uh, the NFL, is just so overbearing on everything that it's just like it's brainwashed yeah. fans. <clears throat> the Giants should be sad. regulated. What? The Giants should get should be regulated. Oh, 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 oh. Relegated? You mean? Relegated, jeez, regulated. They should be regulated, should be regulated and relegated. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, relegated. Um, that's actually a, a yeah. running joke um, that a, a couple of uh, uh, Steve and, and, and friends always talk about how relegation needs to be brought into other sports. Baseball. Yeah. It'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. Just get the bad teams out and actually make the the league f- more fun again. Yeah, that would be great. I mean that 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 is a major driver of ownership change in Premier League, right? You, yeah. you lose significant amount of money. Then does it make financial sense for you to own the team anymore? And you get new blood in that revitalizes, you know, dead organizations. And plus, it makes the end of the season way more interesting. Yep. Um, but that will never ever happen. That, no, that. No, no, of course not. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just not set up the same way. But you know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the, get, people get, own the, the people who own the team set it up so that these you know thirty one guys yeah. can make as much money as possible and all stick around for as long <laughs> as they can. So that, be no, there's no reason for no, the I NFL don't. to do that because they're you know I don't know if they make more money than the Premier League. I mean, I would imagine they do, but I'm sure it's pretty close. For, it, for it'd be country. amazing if you got relegated to the XFL and all of a sudden like <laughs> the Jags are in the XFL. That'd be amazing. For for a country that, that likes to hate its communism and socialism so much, the NFL uh, structure is like the... the Oh, it's a beautiful socialist uh, like economy. Sort absolutely. Of what's going on there, yeah. A lot of, uh, you know, the Bills get as much money as uh, as the Giants do. 
But it's good yeah. for the it's good for the league. It's good it's good for everybody. I feel like you know the salary cap, all those things are great. They're all they're yeah. all what make football the best sport in this country. I feel like anyway. Parity. Parity. Even though the Giants haven't really experienced a lot of that. <laughs> Even though the Di- the Giants have defied parity for the past yeah, 10 years. Yeah. Well, you, if the problem is if you keep getting the high draft picks and then squandering them on bullshit. Oh, this is uh, <laughs> Then you're Wait. not going to get any parity. You know, the parity doesn't matter, you know? But, but the Giants are all about parity. It's just spelled differently. Ah, mm. excellent, excellent. But, uh, you know, if I want to go back to the original question um, that, you, that you were talking about, Colin, yes. it's like, for me, what do I want to see the second half of the year? I, I, I would really just love to kind of see Andrew Thomas get healthy and, and play the rest of the year so we can get a better look at Jones and how you know he's developing. Throw Tony the ball would be cool. More than once a game? Uh, yeah, I would like that if he had a little bit more action, a little bit more of a snap count. And when I say that, I mean I want him to play wide receiver and not <laughs> play quarterback or do jet sweeps or whatever other – garbage nonsense that they like to do with him because we saw how dynamic he can be as a receiver in, in his breakout game you know he could have hit 200 yards if he didn't make that bonehead move to punch the dude with his helmet on you know as is always a fun one <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking as I'm saying this I'm just thinking about the pod when when we talked about it with Ian I had a good laugh there but punching dudes in the helmet trying to break your own hand it's really smart it's really smart yeah but I've seen it happen many times in yeah. real life Oh, God. The number one thing for me is I just want to see the young guys play. And I want to see Quincy Roche and Aziz Ujulari. I want to see them starting every game. Zimenez and Carter can, you know, go down to the practice squad for all I care at this point. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah I mean, you know, I, like, you know, Pert should be at right tackle. Solder just needs to, you know, pass away or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever, whatever gets him off the field, I don't care. My my number one thing is I just would love to see some more complimentary football where we could have a game where both the offense and defense play well at the same time and then see what this team actually could look like. Because we've seen both units play well, but I don't think ever together. So that would be a fun thing to watch, I think. Yeah, I don't think we've had either or any of the three sides of, of the team playing well at once in the last 10 years, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand uh, why that is, or why you know it's seemingly Garrett decides to call one good game out of every three. He doesn't I mean, decide; he he just happens to do it accidentally and doesn't can't <laughs> explain why. They're, they're, uh, I'm so done with him. I'm so done with this, all of this. Well, speaking of uh, uh, coaches, it seems that there's a couple of articles that came out today. That that. Get a heavy interest in Patrick Graham as a head coach. So this happens every year. Yeah, but it hasn't happened in the middle of the season. There's nothing yeah, else I mean, to talk well, about. By week, been, I don't know. They've been they've been playing smart defense. You know, they kind of just been keeping the ball in front of them. The bend don't break mantra works, and then in the red zone, they seem to be crushing it, running like more man schemes and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that Graham is. You know, we all gave them a lot of flack. I think before the season started, kind of the defense is one of the things that we were all looking forward to. That it was going to be a good unit and just build on. You know, last year, like they filled. The second corner spot last year was just an abysmal rotating cast of, you know, guys who really couldn't get the job done. And you had a Dory Jackson come in who's been playing mostly well. I won't say he's been playing lights out or anything, but it's definitely an upgrade. And, you know, you really lost, I think, more in the pass rush. But, you know, with Fackrell and Golden being gone, we're both having good seasons. But you bring in a you know, young guy like Aziz Ujulari and 
also Ellison Smith that they drafted who has not really seen the field, but, you know, you can't really prognosticate who's going to get hurt and who isn't. So, I mean, like, I think the defense really could step up the second half of the season. I don't know. What do you guys think? I was just wondering, and I feel like I should know this, but where is Jabril Peppers? Is he just, like, injured? Or is he a healthy scratch? Like, so IR for what? IR. Torres Achilles or something. Oh, that's right. Oh, my. How did I forget that? Oh, my because God. Because he was barely playing prior to it happening. <laughs> because I was, like, relieved that it vindicated me in the Odo Valkum trade. Um, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, he's practically – I mean, he, he's, it's like getting a first-round pick. That's Sonny. what Gettleman said. Yeah. He's yeah, like, so. I, I, I feel like it's getting two first-round yeah. picks. And I was like – And we're like, we, you only yeah. got one. No, 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 but Jabril Peppers <laughs> was a first-round pick, so – all right, oh, I'm gonna let's, let's trade for Jamarcus Russell. It's like getting a first round pick. No big deal. That <laughs> makes sense. Totally, totally. Oh my god, that's how bad my brain is. I I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with the promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, NJ, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I mean, the problem, okay, so that goes back to it in terms of the apathy and all that kind of stuff. I've never known a time in my entire life where I've been so disconnected from things. And it's not even like it's an intentional thing. It's just like it's the only way to be a, a real giant fan is to not emotionally invest yourself to the point. I know we, we harp on it all the time, but it's like I kind of forget that it happens. But then we have these conversations and I'm just like, I wish I cared about thinking about them 24-7 like I used to. Yeah, but it's funny how much information is easier to get now, but you sort of just you know, don't pay as much attention to it. I mean, I remember when I was younger, I just consumed every NFL mm-hmm. article, not even Me just too. Giants, everything I possibly could. And then as yeah. you get older, you know, things change. But yeah, I mean, if the Giants were good, I'd probably still be, you know, every day on Twitter, Bleach Report, wherever I like to go to get my news and just, you know, really delve in and, and want to know everything and every guy on the squad. And, you know, I'd, I'd probably be doing draft research right now. Yeah, and but, like, you know, and the opponents, like, what kind of schemes do they run? Like, like learning yeah. about like how the Giants should be playing. But like, when you head into every game, like, this is not going to be fun, and they're not going to be competitive. And then you're pleasantly surprised that like they keep it close or whatever. It's just, I don't know. It's hard to be enthusiastic and and devote time to something that you ultimately have no control over. <laughs> I guess. Well, you, you know what hurt? Just watching that that Chiefs uh, Raiders game last night and seeing the Chiefs wake up. 
Seeing Andy Reid have an epiphany and start calling these plays that are incredibly ingenious and just everything is just working. And it's like, oh, this is what a good team does when they're in a slump. They pull themselves out and they figure it out. Well, we're so far from that that it's – it's. I mean, it's cool to know that there are teams that can do that. And even when we were good, we couldn't do that. And that's weird to me. Why can't we just have a run of like three or four years where we're just ripping people up? Because uh, Jesus hates you. <laughs> the, go- the ghost of Wellington Marrows haunted haunts your house that you just purchased. No, 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 no. He haunts his son's house. We've already discussed this. <laughs> what was the... <laughs> that line still makes me laugh. Yeah. Uh, I'm a ghost, I, you're a clown. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a ghost. I'm your father, a... I'm dead. I'm a ghost, you're a clown. <laughs> I feel like you had a couple extra whiskeys that night or something. Because you were going off. It was good. I like that. Oh, I think I, I, that was that anger of... Um, it was prior to the the cliff of sorts. It was still kind of there. It was still feeling like they're... All right, well, yeah, this is bad, but like maybe they can turn around, and I'm mad that the talent's there and they can't do anything with it. We're not there anymore. No. Well, I mean, it, it's hard to even talk about the talent at this point because, I mean, how would have you had, you know, realized how many guys are really going to go down this year? Well. So many guys. I mean, I think the, one of the worst parts of the whole season was when Gates went down for me because I was just yeah really looking forward to seeing him develop more. Because no belly boys talk right? all season. That's right. Yeah. We didn't even – this is the first time we said belly boys in a long time. Well, he's the first really likable – offensive linemen that we've had in years like someone we can really get behind and be like all right this is gonna be our guy he stays healthy for the next 10 years he's gonna be the rich soybert can you, you know? can you get really get behind him because he plays center well he it was a learned trade i don't know the nfl's going more and more to shotgun so it's, it's sort of irrelevant right good point you're still behind him. Do you think Nick Gates mm-hmm. gives the thumbs up through his legs, though, when he has a shotgun? I bet you he You know doesn't. what? It's funny you asked that question. I was literally thinking about that earlier today. Was that what you guys did? Yes. I used to give so, Colin a thumbs up every time I snapped in the ball shotgun. Yeah. And I specifically remember that, that Lakeland game as being, like, that's the memory shot in my head. Um, that you got thrown out of for kicking Steve Reed, if I remember correctly? <laughs> That was really long. No, that was like that was like Pee Wee, man. That was like Pop Warner. No, that was sixth grade. No, that was yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, well, we started in sixth grade, didn't we? Oh, I started in fourth grade. I think you. Yeah, you started in sixth grade. Oh yeah, because uh, you're a little older than us. That's why. Well, yeah, they I wouldn't was, let me start early for some reason. I wanted to, and they were like, "Nah, don't you don't do it." I was like, "Okay." Th- that was probably for the best. Um, I just got my rump handed to me left and right in fourth grade, especially. Uh, I was just too small. Um, but yeah, back to that game. It was the best game of my, my football career because of the two touchdowns, the two different positions, and you were snapping the ball to me in all the passing plays because I was the only one I could throw. Couldn't do it without me, man. Yeah, and I don't remember what happened in the, uh, in the, the huddle, but Steve said something, and you kicked him in the shins, <laughs> and then the ref was just like, you're out. And I think Yeah, I remember were, that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I think you were gone for the rest of the game. I remember Coach, Coach Von Hein was like, why aren't you in the game? I was like, I will uh... – that ref asked me not to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do to get like get out of getting in trouble. I don't think I actually got in any trouble. Uh, no. so it was all fine no. with me. No, I think you were just like, that was the punishment. You were not allowed to play the rest Plus, of the game. I don't... S- Steve was being uh, a big D-bag anyway, I'm sure. 
Oh, yeah. I don't, I, I don't I, just I, kick people willy-nilly like that. No, real Richard. I got a little bit more sense than that. So, yeah, I remember kicking Steve. <laughs> <laughs> was he like a couch? <laughs> Something like that. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, what, what, I, I scored uh, a, a 45-yard touchdown on, uh, at running out of the shotgun and then a 25-yard touchdown as a halfback. Wow. Well, it's nice to hear that you peaked in sixth grade, man. I'm hey, proud of you. Hey, when we have no football to be proud of, i got to be proud of myself. You have to look within yourself. Yeah, that's right. Every time a server comes up to me at work and says, can I have change for this hundred? I go, change comes from within. And they go, wow, I hate you, TJ. You just <laughs> give me the change. I'm in the weeds. <laughs> and I'm like, you, I'm like, you can only change yourself. I can't help you. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That is good. Yeah, everyone hates me at work. It's great. Do they actually? No, no. They, they, I, they, you know, it's one of those things where I'm their boss, so I'm sure you know there's things said about me that that are disparaging, but I totally understand why. But you know, we all get along. I feel like I'm a nice guy. You know, you guys know yeah. me. Do you think I'm a nice guy? Yeah, yeah, right. sure. Great, 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 yeah. great, 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 great. Good, good for you. Depends right. on like what mood you're in, you know. Yeah, my brother says this too. Um, Anyway, I don't I don't care about myself. Let's talk about something else. Oh no, Tampa no. Bay. What? Yeah, Tampa, oh, yeah. Tampa Bay. Bay. Tom, Tampa Bay. I'd rather talk about Tom Brady than myself. Is that cool? Uh, yeah. I would far rather talk about myself or yourself than Tom Brady. Who's more handsome, Jimmy Garoppolo with no plastic surgery, or Tom Brady after fifteen to sixteen plastic surgeries that he's had? Well, I I think Jimmy has a very natural look. And I think there's something to be said about that. He's just a naturally handsome man. He was he's, he was born he's, that he's way. Handsome. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Maybe he was born with it. There's probably like no amount of plastic surgery Tom Brady could get to make him look as handsome as Jimmy Garoppolo. I think we're all comfortable saying that, right? There's I probably would... no no amount of surgery Jimmy Garoppolo could get to be half as good a quarterback as Tom Brady. Also, so there is that. I think that Tom Brady should get more surgery to look like Jimmy Garoppolo, and then just extend his career playing like him he'll kill him and then just take <laughs> over and he'll just end up being better and then he's gonna he'll... he's gonna perform some sort of ritual to take his powers yeah to inhabit his body they're just gonna like drop his brain into a new vessel kind if, of thing if anybody's gonna do it it's gonna be tom and his scientists man this is mm-hmm. how star trek picard ended so you can't say it's hasn't so there's no pretext yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Set a precedent. Well, do you think Tom Brady's a Star Trek fan? No. Uh, no, because he's he's a loser. He doesn't like anything do you, cool. Do you think Tom Brady has seen any movie other than a Marvel movie? No. Uh, he probably maybe like, like, watched a documentary about himself. Remember the Titans, maybe. Yeah. Has Giselle ever been in a movie? Maybe he's seen that one. No. Has she has she acted? She must have been she must have cameoed probably something. Probably was in a movie but had no lines, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Something along those. Well, anyway, lines. T- Tom's going to um Tom's going to going to basically be so angry he's going to want to fight all of our families next week and the Giants are going to lose bad. He's going to go, okay. "Yeah." I actually yeah! Have, I have a different theory. So the the the, the Tampa Bay just lost to Washington football team, and they lost to the Saints. So that's their two games they lost this year. So Daniel Jones has only lost to Washington football team one time by one point, and the Giants beat the Saints this year. Therefore, Giants are going to win this game, just well, based, on, by, based on logic. The transitive property. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and just for the fact that 
it, it's just going to happen. I mean, if they're in a, if they're slumping, I know uh, Tampa Bay's defense is just like falling off. I don't know what happened there, but they're like not good anymore. So, and he's thrown interceptions, which is unlike him. I mean, he threw those two early in that game, which when I saw that stat fly on the, on the, the bottom of the screen, I was like, well, what's going on there? I mean, I guess Washington's defense is pretty good, but they're not actually. They're well, not they had, good at they all. They got some like, good players. They have good players, but they're not a good team. Yeah. Which makes me kind of wonder, like, if the Giants come out. Like, I hate doing this because I'm just getting my hopes up for no reason. But the Giants the Giants come out. Andrew Thomas is healthy. Uh, you know, the, the Broncos aren't playing well. They lost two of the last three. Giants won two of the last three. Giants defense is better than Washington's defense. Uh, I don't know. Tom Brady doesn't look good. And I think if you hit him, like we've seen before in a couple games, we saw a pass rush put Brady away. Not that the Giants have a pass rush. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't think it's impossible to sort of win this game. Just not only based upon, like, the crazy <laughs> amount. sort of win. Sort of win this game. <laughs> not just based upon – I think I've said before that, like, I'm getting blinded by all the uh, upsets in the past two weeks, yeah. especially this weekend. But, hey, that trend could continue, and I – you know, if the Giants are healthy and, you know, actually use the bye week to their advantage, then I, I guess that's a toss-up. I don't know. I, I'd i love to see Aziz just break Tom over his knee. Please. Yeah. Guys, do you, know what Tom, do you know what Tom Brady's podcast is called? Uh, He's got his own podcast? No, I don't know what it's called. What do you, what do you think it should be called? Um, and I'll tell you what it's called. Like, what would Tom Brady name his podcast? Uh, kissy children. <laughs> kissy children or kiss your children. <laughs> <laughs> kissy children's better. Yeah. <laughs> kiss your children on the mouth podcast. <laughs> uh, it's called it's called Let's Go with an exclamation oh point. Oh my god! Let's go! Yeah! Yeah! I don't like it. When when he he does that stupid run down the field and screams into the end zone, it's the most pathetic thing. Stupid idiot! God, I hate Tom Brady so much. <laughs> By the way, I think I think that uh, podcast I I did the recording for for ESPN is going to come out eventually, pretty soon. Have you heard yeah. from anybody? You could be big time. No, they probably cut all my stuff because it was it was too salacious, pushing pushing the boundaries of the form. Really, all, um, all you said was you, it's a guy. He's a guy you don't want to have a beer with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is is that controversial? I don't think anyone wants to hang out with Tom Brady unless you're. <laughs> Julian Edelman or something weird like that. Um, but it's come, yeah. Apparently, ESPN is doing a retrospective on every Super Bowl Tom Brady was in, and they're doing an episode for each, uh, a TV episode for each one, and then a, a companion podcast. Oh. And so I think I'm on the one for Super Bowl Forty Two. Um, mm. right. So this is going to be fun for us to watch too. Well, yeah, yeah. There'll be two. We have the two best episodes. So yeah, probably. Good yeah. point. Um, I think you're going to make it on there. It might be one line, and it might be really quick in passing, but I think you'll be on there. I hope so. I hope so. That'd be great. hope Tom gets so bothered by it, he, he hunts me down, I can fight him to the death. I, I w- Dan, you don't understand how much I'd love to watch you punch him in the face. See, he's a professional football player, but I don't know. I, think I, I don't think he's ever been punched in the face. I'm pretty scrappy. I probably weigh more than him because I'm pretty fat right now. I give myself a fighter a fighting chance to take down Tom Brady. He's like 47 years old. I I, I can like. I, I, I think strong. Tom Brady is 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 much tougher than than you give him credit for. 
Yeah, but I, nah. I don't think he can take a punch. He's a well-conditioned professional athlete. I think he's going to – even TJ. at 47 or 45, I don't know how old he is, he's going to beat your, beat your ass, man. No, TJ, no, every, no, no, Everybody's no. got a plan until you get punched in the mouth. TJ, you forget. Dan has fought Patriots fans in the streets of Burlington, Vermont. I have. I've, I've been working towards this my whole life. And also, I'm taking him down at his weak little ankles. You see those little, like, Clydesdale boots he puts on before every game? Those, like, monster mega tape jobs? Yeah. I'm taking him down at his ankles. Do you think Tom Brady has done three months of Brazilian jiu-jitsu four years ago like I did? <laughs> He's not ready for that. I'll put him. I'll have him in an arm bar, and I'll start crying to Giselle. It'll be the most amazing thing ever. And then when I have him in the arm bar, I'm going to lay a fart right on his face. Yeah. It'll be amazing. Oh, and, I, and I'll walk you, away. You've so you're getting off easy, Tom. You're getting off easy. Here's a fart right in your mouth, and he gets pink eye, and he has to miss the game. I'm just because, like picturing because, you, picturing you with Giselle on your arm, like with your foot on Tom Brady's chest, holding yeah. an American flag. Yeah. Like a. Nice uh, Budweiser in the other hand. And, and is my shirt is my shirt off in this image? Because I want it to be. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It has okay. to be. But because the best part is you, you, he's not out of the next game because you beat him down. It's because he has pink eye. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. But he won't he won't treat it like you should because he's into all this weird medicine and he gets worse and more infected, and then he loses his depth perception and then the Giants beat him in the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 This is it. <laughs> so if someone could arrange a fight, maybe those like uh, the what are those the the Paul guys, those those internet people that fight all the celebrities, maybe they could arrange a fight, me versus Tom Brady, um, an overweight thirty five year old versus the greatest football player that ever lived. Um, we we can make this happen. I, I like that the most realistic part of all this is that the Giants could play the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. That's more realistic <laughs> than anything else that was said. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I give myself better odds of beating Tom Brady in a fight than the Giants getting in the Super Bowl this year. Easy. I, 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 I take those odds. No. I take those odds also. Yeah. Like that for me. You, you, yeah, you, for you. Yeah, for yeah, you. yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know what you bring to the table really against Tom Brady. But well, I know sort what of my advantage, to the really. Because I've seen them play a lot of games and they're not good. So. Did you know that? Did we ever mention that on this podcast? <laughs> the Giants aren't that good. Well. This might be a good way to end this mid-season review episode here. Inspired to take on the rest of the season. That's right. Uh, Do the Giants... Don't tell me a score, but do the Giants beat Tampa? Colin. Yes. Dan. Yes. All right. Look at that. Positivity. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with another episode. Please remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to the pod on Apple. Write us a review. Leave us five stars or one star, whatever you want. And, uh, you know, follow Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Podnet on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Toodaloo. See ya.